Who gave me permission to do this? <laughs> oh my god. Sometimes we're gonna laugh and sometimes we're gonna cry. That's just the way it goes. Welcome to Stupid Wise Girl, the podcast for everyone and anyone who is seeking their purpose, who wants to change but might feel stuck. Our title is a perfect example of why you should not judge a book by its cover. Jackie aims to help everyone, not just females. Learn to dig deep into yourself in every episode and get real with what you need as we figure out exactly what that is. Whether it's a relationship or a career, we as individuals make stupid mistakes, although our wiser higher self always knew better. We must get to a place where we can accept our stupid and move forward into our wise. Here is your host, Jackie Minsky. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Stupid Wise Girl, the podcast. If you are new, thank you so much for tuning in. If you're with me for a while, thank you so much for coming back. You are going to love today's episode. I have someone who is an amazing, amazing dating coach. I've been following his work for some time. He's honest. He's real. He's raw. His advice is so amazing. You guys are just going to love, love, love him. And we're going to dive right into relationships. So please, everyone, give a warm welcome to Trey from First Date Fix to the show. Hi, Trey. Hello. How are you doing this lovely morning or afternoon almost? (laughs) Yes, it's a little chilly here in New York, but other than that, I'm doing good. How are you? Not too bad. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for doing this with me because I do love your work. And you have a lot of great stuff for people that are dating, especially in today's generation, today's society. Yeah, of course. You know, I I think it's hard for, you know, people in their late 20s and and early 30s to kind of maneuver in this dating climate and uh, just really here to, to help people out and perhaps give people a different paradigm for, you know, a few minutes. So let's just dive right in. I'm going to ask you from... The beginning, like let's, let's everyone listening, let's walk them through the beginning of the dating stages. So let's say on the first date, Mm -hmm. is it true that men know right away whether or not they're going to be in a relationship with the girl when they first meet her? Yes and no. Okay. So, you know, there's this kind of a joke that uh, me and my friends do where we say, you know, women will just talk themselves out of a situation <laughs> or they won't talk themselves into anything. So, you know, it really depends on, on how talkative uh, the lady is. So, for example, you know, when I go on a first date, I, I ask as many questions as I possibly can and, and try and talk as, as, as the least amount I possibly can, just so I can kind of figure out exactly you know where she's coming from so it really depends on on two kinds of gentlemen number one if it's a man who's generally looking for a relationship then he's going to know by the first date because he's going to ask questions for specific things that he's looking for to see if there's some sort of an alignment to see if there's a mutual consensus on what their life goals both are but then there's that other guy and I'm going to be as blunt as I can with this if he's just looking to hook up he's not going to give a shit Wait, can I swear on this? Oh no! I just <laughs> oh my god! Strike one. <laughs> okay, yeah. So you know, the guy number two, he's just not going to give a shit about the first date because he's trying to figure out how many dates is it going to take till I can get in her pants. So really, there's only two dudes. There's no in between. Mm. That is very true. 
But now let me ask you. So the men know when they go on the date what kind of a guy they are. But how can the woman sitting across from a man know if this is a man looking for something serious or just looking to get in her pants? How does she know that on the first date? So, and, and this is where it gets tricky, right? Because we're, we're living in the age of information where there are literally seedy forums and you know seedy men's groups that literally share tricks and tips how to get women into their pants. So you, you kind of have to, as a woman, be very discerning of specific trigger words and things they say and figure out from your own data because every woman's different, right? So you kind of have to go back and say to yourself, okay, when A, B, C, and D happened and I didn't like it, what was it specifically that that man said? What specifically was it that that man did? But you have to be, again, it all comes down to the question the man asks. If he's asking questions about your career goals, if he's asking questions about who you are as a person, you know, your family, you know, what things really get you going. This is a man of value. This is a person who is looking for something sincere. But if this guy is guy number two and he's just talking about the movies you watch and the music, these are all great questions, right? But if he's taking it to surface level questions, the kind of questions you would ask someone on an elevator or at a bus stop, then he's not taking you for real. He's just basically looking to have a good time, which isn't, you know, I'm not hating on anyone that's doing that, but it, it really always will come down to the questions, you know, either party asks. I've, I've tried to find the answers to this myself and I've tried to ask so many guy friends, but I want to ask you, when does a man know he's ready for something serious? And does that have anything to do with the, the female influence in his life or it's specifically on, you know, cause like Steve Harvey always says, if a man isn't, you know, financially stable or if he doesn't know where he where he is in life or who, who he wants to be in life, then it doesn't matter who he meets because he's not ready. So how does a man get ready or know he's ready for a serious relationship? Yeah, I mean, I would I would definitely concur, you know, with, with Steve Harvey in the sense that as men, you're raised that your worth is, is only really as good as what you can provide, right? Whilst I don't, you know, entirely agree with that statement, there are definitely some, you know, realms of truth in that, especially with a man's confidence level. So when you're in the career that you want, when you feel like you've got yourself financially stable, then, you know, you absolutely are uh, ready to date. But go back to your initial question. Say that again, because I feel like I missed the point out. What, when does a man know he's ready for something serious? Uh, so I think, like I said, yeah, when his career is in line, when he's generally had the time, to be self-reflective. When you go on a date of a man and perhaps a previous relationship comes up and he generally says, yeah, there were some things that, you know, I did wrong. I could have done this better. And, you know, he's willing enough. He's willing to say when he was wrong, that's a genuine man who is ready for a relationship a hundred percent. But I think these days the playing fields between men and women have, have never been more equal in the sense that I think, feel like back in the day it used to be like and you could correct me if I'm wrong right it used to be women were just dying for a good man to kind of take them under their wing right would you say that was kind of old school or, or am I wrong in that respect well actually I did my previous episode from this one was divine feminine divine masculine energies so yes I do agree with that but I also feel like that's because 
back in the day, I feel like everyone was more like we didn't have social media. We didn't have all these. Right. Right. So I feel like the women were more softer and they, you know, were more in their feminine energy where now because of the internet and they get into their (laughs) masculine energies and, you know, that's hard for a man to handle because at the end of the day, you know, on, I mentioned this briefly on my um, other episode, you know, a man in his masculine energy is the protector and he is supposed to lead the relationship. Right. But a feminine in her energy, she's supposed to, you know, be the receiver of his love. So, yeah, um, if that's considered being taken under someone's wing to have a protector, then I definitely agree with you. Back in the day, it was definitely more like that than now. Exactly. Oh, my word. I love everything you said because it leads into my answer. So because of that, essentially, men, I wouldn't necessarily say we're scared, but we're very, very we have so much trepidation with who we commit to these days, because, you know, there's a lot of misandry in society these days. A lot of a lot of people are basically saying, look, men ain't shit. And especially people like me, you know, who who are millennials, we feel like, look, we know that you know, in the 60s, 50s, 70s, 80s, you know, men did some fuck shit. Let's keep it real, okay? But not all men, and we feel like we're almost being, I wouldn't say punished, but we're almost paying for their sins. So the reason why men take longer to commit is because of exactly what you said. You know, men want to be respected as men. You know, men want to, you know, allow themselves to embrace their masculine. And they want to be with a woman who they don't feel like is going to, you know, ridicule them or is, is going to kind of tear them down as a man. Because, you know, we want equality for women just as much as you do. But at the same time, a lot of us understand that, you know, we are men, you are women and your differences and our differences are the things that essentially attract us to each other. So men do want to commit these days, but they want to commit with the right woman and they don't want to be vilified for literally just being born in that sense. And when I say that, I don't mean all women are vilifying men, men are under attack. No, 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 that's bullshit. But what I am saying (laughs) is that that when it comes to dating, we just want to say, hey, look, you know what I mean? We're putting ourselves out here. We're pursuing you. You know, we just just want a bit of give and take. You know, let us know that this is worth it for you. Let us give us something to go off so we can continue pursuing. Because what's happening now is that men... um, they went from chasing to pursuing and now nothing at all, because in our minds, it goes back to exactly what you're saying. You know, attractive women are on social media, attractive women are on these dating apps, and they have a plethora of other options. And what men are thinking is, look, I want to chase this woman, but I don't want to chase her if she's busy playing around with six other guys and is just happy for my attention. And that's really what we're dealing with these days. Mm, I'm going to take you to my next question. So... There are men who definitely pursue and definitely initiate and all that. And if that's the case, why are there so many situationships and not relationships? How can we prevent being in a situationship? So, you know, situationships are are really, really, and this is where the shades of gray come in. This is why I always say dating is never black and white. Situationships are, are really tricky because you're always going to have man one and man two. You see, man one will get himself in a situationship because he's trying to see, okay, what do I need to know about this woman? Like, I, I kind of want to commit to her, but I, I feel like I need to see more. I feel like I need to ask more questions. I need to get her to get to know her more. 
I want to get to know her friends. Like, I just want to make sure that she's going to be around for the long run. I need to know how I can be a part of her life and if she actually needs me. Okay, there's there's a lot of Instagram posts and jokes about how, you know, women don't need men and blah, 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 blah. Fine. You know, men don't need women. Women don't need men. But it's lovely to be a woman. And I'm sure it's lovely to be a man. And as a man, you know, he wants to wait to make sure he knows that she essentially wants him and needs him in her life. And then there's man number two who will go in that situation ship because he knows that traditionally some women are timid and they won't necessarily just say, hey, look, I've been with you for two months, motherfucker. What's going on? Are we doing this or not? So he will essentially continue dating that woman thinking <laughs> she's never going to ask me what this relationship is. Because this is our society these days. We're too cool for school. You know, we don't catch feelings. We're low-key feeling people, right? Which means that even if we do want to go in a relationship, we're never going to say it because we don't want to be the first one. Well, I can't be the first one to say I'm in a relationship. I, I lose my power. So, so many of these situationships are almost a joke because the man thinking to himself, well, I absolutely want to wife this woman up, but I don't want to lose my power. And guess what the woman's thinking? What is she thinking? <laughs> I want to wife this guy up, but I don't want to lose my power, right? So then you've got yes. two people who are in this situationship, but none of them want to lose that pride. So they end up, one of them just gets frustrated saying, well, if they don't want to commit, then I'm going to break up with them. And they've never even had the discussion whether they want to get serious or not. Okay, what if they have a discussion? Let's ask this. What if there is a discussion and the guy says, I'm not looking for a relationship right now, but he still keeps you around? Well, then, you know, you are judged by the five people you spend most of your time with. You know, I, I don't, I feel like those conversations need to be subtly ingested in the beginning. So, for example, if I'm on a date with you, I'm going to turn around from the first date and just be like, what's important to you right now? And just be like, are you looking for a relationship? And, you know, if, if a woman says to me, I don't really know, to me, that's just a waste of time, especially if she's at a certain point in her life where I feel like she should know. And the same goes to women and men. Like if you're a woman and you're 28, you know, 29, 30, 31, 32, and you say to a man who's like 33, 34, what are you looking for? And they say, I don't know. You need to cut your losses there, no matter how, handsome or, or charming or sophisticated he is you need to cut your losses because he's basically just told you look I don't you know I don't care but people pursue that hoping that they'll change mm. never hope that someone will change because nine times out of ten they're not going to change and they told you that from the beginning yeah although I I have to say that I went on a few dates with one guy who you know, he asked me if I was looking for a relationship and I said, I said no. And I think it was because I was genuinely trying to get to know him better and he was rushing into the situation. And I think that scared mm -hmm. me off. And we, you know, we stopped speaking to each other because he wouldn't take no for an answer. And I wasn't where he was in, I guess, the, the relationship. And, you know, I have to say that maybe it could have been... I would have thought of a relationship with him had he given me a little bit more time. So I feel like maybe some women do that to men too soon. So the question is sometimes, you know, when is the right time to ask that kind of a question? Because I was only on 
three or four dates with him before he, you know, really came at me with that question. So when is the right time for someone to ask that question about a relationship in the beginning stages of a relationship? So two things, I think, I think there's a difference between asking someone what they want in the future versus asking someone what they want now. Right. So, you know, if I go on a first date with someone, I'm not saying, are you looking for a relationship with me right now? I'll say, okay, you're, you know, you're obviously dating right now. Are you hoping to get in a relationship for the future? If she says yes, then that's the person I want to invest my time in. But I don't ever think that you should ever bring up the question of a relationship with someone on the first date, specifically with that person. So if I was that guy, I wouldn't say to you, hey, it's the third date. You want to get into a relationship? That sounds bananas to me. Which, you know, and I, and he got, you know, we stopped speaking completely. And, um, and I, and I had to explain to mutual friends, I was like, well, that just made me feel like he would just get into a relationship with anybody. Like he just needed a place place holder for his vision. And I was like anyone, you know, and I was like, I'm not doing that. So, and I feel like women do that also. And for women, I think it's because of the wedding industry. I mean, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm going to be completely honest. Women, they grow up on the princesses and all the fairy tales. Right, right. A lot of people think about the wedding, the party, the dress, and they'll just put any guy into that that fits it. You know, the the part. Mm. You know. Well, go ahead. It's the saying, you know, women women want a wedding. They don't want to get married. Like, it's, that's the that's saying that happens, right? Like, people think about the wedding and how beautiful it is, but they don't talk about the arguments. They don't talk about the husband getting testicular cancer. They don't talk about the woman being laid off from a VP job. They don't talk about kids being kicked out from school. They don't talk about, you know, arguing with the in-laws. So, you know, we, we're definitely in a weird time because the old traditional facets of information that our parents grew up with are still you know in our cerebral cortex but we're we're playing the game completely different which which leads to a lot of broken hearts and i think you know when it comes to uh, commitment from men you hit the nail on the head i generally think that's what the guy wanted i think any man worth his salt who wants to put commitment in of a relationship to a woman on the table after three dates might not necessarily be worth his salt because what does he really know about you i mean i always get concerned when i'm dating someone and it's the fourth day and they're like do you want to get in a relationship i'm like well what do you know about me like i've (laughs) i could be anyone like (laughs) there's nothing i've said or done to distinguish me from any other dude out there like what why why (laughs) yeah like i could be sleepwalking and (laughs) just like choke you one day (laughs) you know like you don't know what i'm capable of yet um you know what i mean but let me ask you this. So what can women do to help ease a man's mind to consider or into commitment? You know, I, I really don't think a woman should have to. I, I feel like it's, yeah. it's either on or it's not, right? Like I, I would never, ever want to ease anyone's mind. In fact, I'm the opposite. I'm like, look, this is exactly what I want. Do you want it? No? Okay, then I'm out. Because I feel like I, should, I would never want to be in a situation where I would want to ease someone's mind into wanting to be with me. I think women should, you know, be clear from the get-go, not now, but just, you know, if I'm a woman, just say to the man on the first date, look, you know, in the future, I, this is, I'm dating to eventually get into a relationship, but I'm not rushing anything. I want to get to know the person and see if it's both what we could do together. 
but you should never ever try and ease anyone into it you, you need to be very clear about what you want because ultimately if it's the right guy for you he's not gonna need to be eased into anything you know if i'm hanging out with friends i'm not like let me ease you into how i am when i'm drunk i'm getting drunk with them and if you can handle it then we can party if you can't you need new friends do you see what i'm saying Okay. And then there's situations where let's say a woman will cut someone off who, you know, maybe she's given him some time, some chances, and she sees this is just not the guy for her. And let's say, you know, they don't talk for a while. And this happens a lot these days. Um, Men usually come back to a certain woman after they realize that they don't have a connection maybe with other women or, you know, she really did care about him. And then they come back and, you know, there's a meme online. It says men will come back, act right for a week <laughs> and then hurt you all over again. So it's like, how does a woman know that this guy's really just going to waste her time completely? Even when he comes back and he sounds like he's so apologetic and he sounds genuine, he sounds like he cares. How does, how does a woman make that decision whether to give him another chance or not give him another chance? You know, I, I always say that time is, is really going to be the deciding factor of, of any relationship or any dating scenario. You know, for example, you, you could have someone who swears, you know, from the first initial date that they're a good guy, and how much they care about you and, you know, how, how great they are. But, you know, after a few weeks or a month or, or two months, they really show themselves so if I'm a woman and a guy says, look, baby, you know, I fucked up, man. I want you back, blah, 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 blah. You know, if we ended on good terms, there wasn't anything, you know, majorly disrespectful. There was no physical abuse or any infidelity. I say, okay, like I'm, I'm going to consider it. But for now, like we're going to take things even slower than we did before. And I'm not necessarily going to punish that guy. I'm not necessarily going to make him jump through hoops. But I am definitely going to be, you know, far more timid. And I I reserve the right to have trepidation because you broke up with me. So, you know, you could take that person back. Absolutely. Because if you feel like that connection is worth it, I, I am all for second chances. But you have to be far more meticulous with things that might have gone wrong last time. And you need to hold that man's feet to the fire. Like if he's like, let me take you out to dinner, let him take you out to dinner. And you grin him, not from a negative standpoint, but you say, well, what happened? You know, why did you not think I was right for you at the time? Why do you think I'm right for you now? What has really changed in your life where you feel like we're compatible? What's going to be different this time? What are you going to do different? Because I didn't break up with you. You broke up with me, right? Like what specific things in your life that have changed that make you think I'm worth it? What do you really like about me? Where do you see me in your life in the future? Hell, I'd write these things down before this, you know, reigniting date that you guys are going to have, this reunion date. Ask these specific questions because I'm telling you right now, if you go on this date where they want to win you back and you ask them those hard-hitting questions and they don't have an answer for you, there's your own answer. Mm, And then let's say if they answer things correctly and you're like, oh, this is, you're like, this is exactly what I wanted to hear. Again, you are even more meticulous and you drag this out, not from a sense of playing games, but you've already been hurt. At this point, you reserve the right to protect yourself because when you first started dating him, you gave him every opportunity to succeed. So if he's going in for a second round, you need to be a bit more stricter 
until whatever he says is far more backed up by his actions. Men are people of actions. What they say is good, but if what they do never follows up on what they say, then they're just full of it. Mm, this is why I invited you on the show. Oh my God, that was so amazing. Yes, everything about that. Um, I do agree with that, that that's very important what you said, that it's okay to give second chances, but definitely observe and be more strict and um, allow some space to observe. But my question is, let's say you are observing him and you're giving a little bit of space is there such a thing as too much space? Because what if he's trying to win you back and you're a little bit reserved and he takes that as rejection? So is there such a thing as giving him too much space when he's trying to win you back? Yes, there, there absolutely is. Because like I said, and I, I think I lamented on it like a few times because I wanted to make sure, because I hate game playing, I think. Game playing just makes you either as bad as the person or you're part of the problem, right? So you just be clear. Like, I think from the get go say, look, I, I really appreciate you being vulnerable. I appreciate you coming back, but you really hurt me. You, you really upset me. And to be quite honest, I'm on the fence about this. I'm going to communicate you, communicate with you as, as usual and all that stuff, but you have to be patient with my trepidation. If you feel like I'm pulling back a bit, you have to communicate to me that you're feeling that. And I would do my best to meet you halfway. But anyone who's upset someone just by grace of ending the relationship has to be okay with knowing that the first month or so is basically them regaining that person's trust. Because as a person who's being broken up with, you reserve the right to not trust that person for a bit. It's not negative, you're not playing games, but you need to make sure this person's for real. And, you know, I'm not saying that you should uh, play games and withhold things, but maybe if you guys are very, very physical, maybe alleviate that, you know, maybe keep it kissing until you feel like that person's, you know, going to be in your life. Because to be quite honest, there are a lot of men who will come back because to be blunt, the sex was good, right? <laughs> like they remember, <laughs> oh man, like she put it down right. Like I'm trying to get back to that. It has to go deeper than that. Do you know what I mean? It just has to. Yeah, no, that that's for sure. And I, um, it's actually a fun, interesting story. So I've been married once. Um, and actually my, my, my ex-husband and I, when we were dating, uh, there was a point where we had broken up and then he started redating me again. And we went on uh, a date and he wanted me to come back home with him. And even though we were dating for some time before the breakup, he, he assumed that I was going to go back home with him. And I looked at him. I said, we're dating all over again. I said, I'm not <laughs> sleeping with you. So, he, you know, he, he obviously took me home. But he, he actually told me that's one of the reasons he really knew. Like, he's like that answer. He's like, I was he was shocked. Like we dated for about five months, had broken up. And then, you know, we went on a date and here he thinks we're going to go right back into how it was. And I was like, you're taking me home. <laughs> like we're dating again, <laughs> like reset. So it's super important to, you know, anyone listening, um, you know, sex really can keep people in toxic situations, mm -hmm. you know, and sex is energy, you know, and my podcast, I'm very spiritual. I'm all about energy. And, you know, there, to be honest, 
I personally, me personally, you know, there was a time where I was celibate for almost two and a half years. And nowadays it's almost the cool thing to do to kind of just sleep with anyone. And everyone saying that, you know, a woman should do what she wants, which yes, Mm. but I always say to my female friends, if your intention is to date him and to be with him long-term, then you can't expect to sleep with him on the first date or even the second date and expect his intentions to be the same as yours because he already got, you know, what he wanted out of you, unfortunately. And I know you talk about this also that, you know, if you sleep with someone too soon, there's a 50, 50 chance he's going to call you. So can you tell the ladies from a man's point of view, what happens when a woman does sleep with a guy, let's say on the first or second date, what goes through his mind? So, you know, um, so first of all, I think when it comes to, when it comes to, to kissing, right, I think you should be able to kiss on any date because I don't think kissing is that deep. Yeah. But when it comes to sex, this is the only, t- I hate rules, okay? I really do because it makes things not natural. However, when it comes to sex, man or woman, never have sex with someone on the first date, ever. It's just not. Sure, some people have been married and, you know, the people, ah, we had sex on the first date. It worked out for us. It's like, okay, when did you get married? Oh, 2002. Oh, well, okay. So you're not in this conversation. You're just not in that conversation. But never have sex on the first date because as a man, keeping it 100 with you, uh, I hate saying that, um, but as a man, keeping it real, if I have sex with someone on the first date, all I'm thinking is, is who else has she done this with? Who else? And then you think, well, if she's done it with other dudes, then this really didn't mean anything and she's not for real. But then there's the opposite side where if someone takes too long to have sex, you're thinking, who else is she sleeping with? Because there's two sides of the coin, right? Where if you don't have sex too soon, then if if you have sex too soon, right? You're thinking, who else has she done this with on the first date? So it's a bit of a turnoff. But if she's taken too long and she seems like a really good woman, here's what your mind goes to as a man. Okay, well, if she's not sleeping with me, she's probably sleeping with someone else and she's trying to be a good person by not sleeping with multiple people. Or she's already dating someone and she's keeping me on the back burner because she's not sure if this person's going to take her seriously because she's currently in a situation that I don't know about. And there's a plethora of other scenarios that men think because dating these days is so magnified on the spectrum that there's so many different situations that you could be dealing with. So it's almost like if you wait too long, it's detrimental. But if you go too fast, it's detrimental. Yeah, I I love that you said that because I didn't even think of that, that if and that a guy could think that what if she's sleeping with someone else, if she is taking her time, is she sleeping with somebody else? That's that's very powerful. I never I never even thought about it like that. But so, OK, so she sleeps with him, let's say, on the first date. That's not good. But then what is the right time for you know, a woman to maybe sleep with a man for him to, you know, appreciate the intimacy, I guess. And and this is this is really where it gets tricky because number one, I, I really don't think there is yeah. a silver bullet for that, right? Number two, everyone's different and everyone has different trauma, right? Like it's crazy. The more I've like dated, 
in the past five years, there are a lot of women who have been like abused. And it's it's kind of nuts. Like the the more I hear these stories and just like, holy crap, like I didn't realize it was such a, I wouldn't say a thing that's disrespectful, but I didn't realize it was so regular in a lot of women's lives, right? So, you know, and I've, I've only really learned this, like I said, in the last five years that like a lot of women have trauma and as men, you kind of have to respect that, right? So sometimes it's not necessarily about you, it's more or less what she's gone through and she has to make sure she's not going through it with you as well. So I think to be blunt, sometimes conversations have to happen, but they have to happen in a certain way. So I'll give you two examples, right? There was uh, a lady once who, you know, we connected incredibly and, you know, at least in London, typically the third day is the obligatory. Okay. It may or may not happen. Right. So for the third day, if you go into anyone's house, if you're dropping someone off, there's a 50-50 chance that it might happen, right? So with one girl, you know, she told me, you know, I'm not ready. Like, sex is really important to me. I like you a lot. You're the only person I'm seeing and I want to wait. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, perfect. There's no other guy. She just wants to wait. Oh, I've got no problem waiting. I'm, I'm trying to wife this woman up in the future. It's go time. It's all good, right? Done. But, you know, a couple of years before then, there was someone who basically, she said, oh, I'm not ready. So I said, okay, no worries, blah, 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 right? But then <laughs> she turned around and said, well, you know, only because I used to hook up with a ton of dudes back in the day. I used to be really into that hookup culture, and that's just not who I am anymore, you know? But I tell you what, if you got me a few years ago, oh, I definitely would have slept with you then. And I'm like, oh, oh. oh well, well, okay. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do with that information. But like, you know, if, if you're not ready, that's fine, but never brag about how you used to do that. Because then the guy ends up, you know, thinking, well, what the heck? <laughs> like, why would you even tell me that? That's kind of like what you said in the beginning of a woman could talk herself out of a situation. <laughs> you know, she talked, you know, you out of maybe the the image you had of her in your head. And then she completely went and, you know, it spiraled downwards for her for, from there. <laughs> but speaking of speaking of, you know, speaking yourself out of situations, because I want to I want to know on first dates, there are some times where, and this is a question that came from one of my listeners, the whole topic of ghosting after a first date. But I want to know from you, why do you think men ghost after, let's say, the first date? Yeah, so there were, I actually did a video about this, plug, plug, promotion, promotions. Yes. But I, <laughs> I did a video about this, and I, I, I think that ghosting on the first or, or even the second date to me is completely viable. Um, I really do, especially, especially if no physical, no kissing or anything has happened, I think it's viable, right? And I'll tell you why. A first date isn't really a date. A first date is really like, are you crazy? Do I get serial killer vibes from you? Are you a weird porno freak? Are you just trying to smash? You know, are you a good person? Do you pay your taxes? Do you call your mom? Do you know what I mean? That's, that's really what a first date is for, okay? And once those boxes have been checked, the second date is, okay, do I actually want to start dating you? Plural, okay? And I don't believe, unless you've had a first and second date that were two to three hours plus, I don't believe that those feelings could have burgeoned big enough for it to really upset anyone. And if they have, then maybe there needs to, to be some self-reflection. Because I tell you what, if I go on a first date with someone, she's not feeling it and I'm not feeling it. 
there's no reason for either of us to give someone an explanation because it's just like, what happened? Why do we really need to drag this out? Like, it's not that deep. Like, I'm going to go about with my working day and you're going to go about with your working day as well, right? But then the argument could be made, well, Trey, you know, you shouldn't ghost on the first date. You should at least give someone a reason why. And I say, no, you shouldn't. Because if you really gave people the true reason why you're ghosting, it would shatter someone's heart into pieces. And i give you a few examples. Yes. Okay. Reason number one, I ghosted you because you look nothing like the pictures. And I feel like you took them five years ago and you're significantly bigger. And this is just me keeping it real, right? Like yeah. you can't text someone that. Reason number two, I ghosted you because to be quite honest, you had a weird smell about you. And I don't think men should smell that way. Reason number three, I ghosted you because you told me on your profile that you were six foot and you were clearly five seven. I hate short guys, right? Like who's going to tell people these things? I have, like, a, friend, not... I have a friend who tells men these things. <laughs> She's going to listen friend. to this. <laughs> friend is brutal. <laughs> She uh, she does not hold back. Uh, so that's super, super funny because some of the things you just said is literally things that <laughs> came out of her mouth toward, to guys. And we try to tell her all the time that, you know, sometimes if, if, if a situation on a date where you could feel in the energy that it's not working out, you don't really mm-hmm. have to explain yourself. Um, but then there's a situation where after the first date that someone will text you seeking you know, they'll say, Hey, what's up? You know, that's where it kind of hurts when you get ghosted, because I guess, you know, they're taking the initiative to contact you. And then you don't say anything where in that sense, do you think they can, you know, reply and maybe have the situation fade away in a friendly manner or just continue ghosting? So, yeah, I think he's like, ghost. (laughs) no, no, no. So, so, so this is, this is really the difference, right? There's a difference between you know, and to, to be blunt, being a man, it's good because even if the woman's interested, she, if I don't reach out to her after the date, she won't for the most part, just because, you know, I'm supposed to do the chasing and stuff. So it works out a bit better in our favor. But like, if I go on a date with a woman and she hits me up afterwards and says, hey, like, I'd love to do this again, I would never go. So I'd just be like, hey, you know what? Like, I, it was so brave of you to kind of reach out to me. But I, I think, you know, I'm not really feeling it or whatever, whatever you will. Right. So, you know, I think if someone makes the effort to reach out to you after a first date and you ghost, that's a bit she. I don't necessarily think you have to reply, but it really isn't that hard to just be like, ah, you know, let's just leave it there. Like, it's not that deep. So I don't know if you saw one of my videos, but I was talking about 70 percent of the women. Right. They want the top 30 percent of the best men right? Because women being women of value, they they get hit on a lot. Social media, down the streets, you know, just walking down the store, going to your boyfriend's apartment complex. You know what I mean? Like you can't, you know, grieve sometimes about some clown trying to hit on you, right? That's, you know, the 70% of men that, no, no offense, women don't want, sorry, 70%, that's just what time it is. But they want the top 30% of men. So, you know, because of that, the top 30% of men know that 70% of the women want them, therefore they can disqualify like a bit more so than the average man. So because of that, when a man is pursuing a woman, he doesn't mind pursuing, he doesn't mind putting in the legwork, you know, leading, planning, preparing, paying, all that good stuff, right? 
But when he takes a woman out on a date and he actually takes time to invest and plan and do all that stuff, and she's not really asking him any questions about him, then yeah. she's never going to get a callback because this person is vapid. Like I, I literally remember just basic communication with a girl, just texting her, you know, two days before the date. And it was just me. Like, what do you like about your job? Tell me, you know, about your day. Like what's the best part of, of you having a dog, blah, 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 blah. And she would answer and she would always respond, but there would never be a single question about me. So when the day came, I'd just be like, well, no, I don't want to see you. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know why you care. Like, <laughs> I'm not just going to be a person who's stroking your ego for an hour. So I think when you're a woman, you know, be okay with the man asking questions. But every now and then just interject and say, okay, well, I've spoken about my career. What about you? You know, what makes you tick? Like, I think you have to do your best to make sure that you generally care about who that man is, because if you don't do that, he's never going to call you back because he's always going to be able to find a woman who does care about him, does want to ask him questions, does generally want to see what ticks with him. Mm. I feel like I've been guilty of that in the past. <laughs> I had a little bit of princess syndrome. <laughs> I mm. did. And um, I, you know, I can't blame all my ex-boyfriends, but you know, when, when you get a lot of attention as a female, you sometimes forget that a man is a person also. And I was very much guilty of that in my past. And, um, a lot of relationship situations or guys that would think they have feelings for me, they had feelings for me because I was cold and distant. Um, mm. but, but there, there were situations where in my past, I would care about someone and I didn't know how to express it because I was used to being the one that didn't have to, you know, I'm going to be completely honest. I didn't, you know, there were times where I would maybe really forget to ask someone, how was your day or how are you feeling? Or is everything okay with you? Because I was used to just getting attention and I never had to work for any relationship. But the problem is, is that the argument I always hear from other women are, well, if they really like me, I'm just going to put it out there in the universe and the men will come to me. Like if they truly like me, they're going to break down my cold personality and allow me to be me. And I'm like, no, the wrong men will break down that personality because all they're really looking to do is one, have sex with you, two, have you on their arm to say, hey, I got the hottest chick. And three, to be a trophy girlfriend. If there's a guy who all his main reason is, is he wants to take you everywhere, pay for everything, only allow you to talk about yourself and you to never give a shit about him. This man is not a woman of value. Yeah. He's not, he's not. And the men of value, they're not going to put up with that. It's just, you know, the amount of people that the men that slide in my DM and, and tell me things that they're dealing with, they don't put up with it because they know that, you know, they have the, what do they call it? The three sixes. They have the six figures, the six pack abs and six foot, right? I think that's what they call it. The three sixes, if you haven't heard of it, right? They're walking demons, six, six, six. <laughs> right, right. Oh shit, I didn't think of that. That's, they're maybe, maybe there's some, maybe there's something to, uh, to, to be led in that. Maybe yes. they have that devil pick. I don't know. You know what I mean? But um, the fact of the matter is, is that those guys, you know, they know that they're in hot commodity so they're not going to put up with that, which means the women who should be with those guys are never going to be with those guys 
because they're not willing to give a tiny bit of submission to just be like, okay, I'll open up. I'll tell you how I feel. Do you know what I mean? So do men give women tests in relationship? This is something I, you know, I think they do. <laughs> I, say, I say that they do. And I always tell my female friends, because every time um, my girlfriends go on a date and then they start talking to a guy, they always ask me for my opinion. And I always say, this is a test. This is a test. But I want to know from a guy, do you guys really give us little tests here and there? Yes and no. So (laughs) any tests that men give are always going to be passive. Okay. And they're not even going to be direct tests. For example, right? Like I have a friend who he's very meticulous about social media. He's like, if a girl is not private, on social media, she's just looking for validation and she could cheat on me at any time, so I'm not gonna wanna be with her, right? So he doesn't necessarily test women, but he just asks like, you know, what's your social media like? Are you private, blah, 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 blah. And one might turn around and say, well, that's crazy. What what does that mean to anything? But in his mind, that's a big deal for him because loyalty is, is everything to him, right? But there are definitely small passive tests that men will do. And because we don't necessarily like drama, we're never really going to bring it up. Like almost you don't you don't want a woman to fail, but you want her to be exactly who she's going to be. You never you never want to tell a woman, I expect this. I expect that in the initial stages of dating. You just want her to do what she's going to do so you can figure out, you know, if this person is worth your time and vice versa with women. Right. This is this is a question that I think could go both ways. I think there's a lot of women where you know, it's not necessarily testing, but men are, whether we like it or not, men and women, despite what society will tell you, right, you can't stop how we're biologically wired. You know, as a man, I'm biologically wired to to be a hunter-gatherer, to be a protector, right? Women are biologically wired. To, well, I don't want to get slammed here, but in my experience, right, women are biologically <laughs> wired to want that. Do you see what yeah. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Let me ask you, because you, you did bring up the social media, and that was one of my next questions um, mm. as we're gearing towards this amazing end of the, the interview. That's so amazing. Um, social media. So your friend, he judges women based on their social media. Now, mm-hmm. I know I know that that's something that a lot of people do, but do you think that's something we should be doing when we're looking at someone's social media? Should we judge um, our date on their social media? I don't really think so in the initial stages. I I feel like social media is actually something I feel really strongly about because people get in arguments over, she liked your picture. How do you know her? She commented or, or he, he's been liking your pictures and commenting for months. Who the fuck is this guy? Right. Um, But it's, it's interesting because essentially, right. You know, uh, you and I have business social media accounts, which means really we don't care about anyone sliding in our DMs because we're trying to help people. We're trying to change the universe, right? But then, you know, you you have a lot of people who have social media accounts, you know, with their abs out, with their boobs out. And I'm not hating on that. Like, do your thing, you know, whatever pays the bills. But if you're the other person who doesn't have a social media account like that, you know what's happening when you're not around. You know there's people sliding in their DMs. And sure, you know, a lot of men are confident, a lot of women are confident, but you can never have the maximum amount of narcissistic confidence where you think no matter what happens, she's not going to look at a single DM and she's going to be faithful to me no matter what. 
Like the human part of you in your head can't help but wonder if there's one argument you have, if there's one big one, maybe some guy or girl is going to slide into their DM and maybe they'll take it seriously. So I don't really think there's a way to stop that. I think time is always going to be the biggest interlocator of trust. And it's really a matter of time that you're going to need with that person to kind of passively reassure them that it's going to be okay. And that, look, no matter how many men or how many women slide in my DM, like I'm always going to choose you. You need to know that. Mm, I love that. Now, let me ask you a personal question. Because you mentioned like, you know, the guys and the likes. There was a time where I, I, I really liked a guy and he was the guy that literally liked every girl's photo. And oh, man. I didn't want to bring it up because, you know, that can be petty. But I also had to take a look at within myself and figure out why that was triggering me and what was insecure about me that was bringing these feelings about, you know, about him in, in this situation. But if, but to be honest, there comes a time where it's like, okay, yes, that's something, a trigger within, let's say me or any other woman or any other person. But is there a time to actually see that as cautious behavior? If a guy's constantly liking every disgusting photo on the internet, does that say something about his character? Well, hundred percent he does. I, I mean, I feel like that's almost a non-compete. Like, I don't know. That's an easy answer. Like there's no reason you know, if I've got the woman of my dreams, right, who has, you know, to be blunt, the body I want, the personality I want, kind of the, the soul that I want, I don't know, number one, I mean, I'm not stupid, like, I'm not, I'm not going to like that picture, because that's evidence right there, right, but, but number two, there's just no reason, like, I mean, if you look at, you can look at my Sovereign Prince personal Instagram, you can look at who I'm following, and you won't see, like, a single Instagram model, and the same with my first date fix, and like, you know, I'm not even in a relationship, right? Like technically you can say you're single, what you could like all those pictures you want because it does nothing for me. It doesn't like if, if you're with a man who finds the need to follow those accounts and like those pictures, it says far more about his character and you have to look deep within yourself and figure out to yourself, is this the kind of person that I want to spend my time with? Because I'm not going to get this time back ever. My final questions, so they're going to go in per perfect order. So when does a man realize he's falling in love with a girl? Um, always options, always options. So a man realizes he's falling in love with a girl when there's literally not a girl he wants to be with, period. And I want to say a man of quality, just because, no offense, like if if there's a guy who, who really doesn't go on a lot of dates and he's finally found someone like, let's say if you're a guy who's gone on like three dates a year and then the third date you get in a relationship with her, you know, he's probably not of high quality. So, you know, if he's, if you're the only person that he wants to see is because you're the only person he's going to get <laughs> within this year. So he's like, I'm clicking on to dear life. Right. But when you have a, when you have a man who has options and he's like, you're the only person I want to be with, then 100% he's falling in love with you and he's chosen you, 100%. Um, and that, I think that goes to both parties, to be quite honest. Like when you're with that person and you could have, for example, I don't know, who's my celebrity crush? Jessica Chasen, right? She's my celebrity crush. But, you know, if I'm in a relationship where I love this woman and Jessica Chasen walks down the street and says, yo, like, 
I'm trying to get I'm trying to get dealt with by you. I'd be like, oh, you know, I'm okay. You know, traditionally I'd say, yeah, let's do it, but I'm good. Enjoy the movie career. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So yeah, that's what I think. I'm, I was like trying to Google because I'm so bad with names. I was like, who's Jessica? <laughs> uh, you're gonna have to show me a photo later. I'm curious. Um okay, so the final, final question. Um what makes men fall in love? Ooh, that is, I was going to do a video on that as well. Okay, let me just, give me some time to process this. Okay. Okay. So I think, especially now, especially in the circumstances that we're used to, right? What makes men fall in love is one, knowing that a woman chooses him. Okay. Because most men, we're always going to go for one of the most attractive women in the room, just, just kind of how we're wired, right? And when that woman can get any man she wants, chooses you, that's a feeling that you, it's just undescribable. You, you just can't beat that feeling, okay? So that's, sorry, your question was what makes men fall in love, right? Okay, yeah. So when, when you know she's chosen you, that makes you fall in love. Number two and I don't know if this is just, again, a biological thing, but when you see her, you know, interacting with other people, you know, when you see her treating the waitress or the waiter good, you know, when you see her, like men love altruistic women, women who want to give of themselves, kind, you know, empathetic, just, you know, sweet women. I don't think I've ever met a man that's like, no, I need my woman tough as nails. Yeah, I don't, I don't care if she like anyone so long as she cares for me right so you know when a when a man sees that a woman cares for people outside of herself that's incredibly um attractive uh men fall for women when they know that she has you know a, a nurturing side to her because you know we automatically think motherhood right even if she can't have kids it doesn't matter like if we see that you know she's nurturing um and when things get really rough with us you know she's going to be there that's what we fall for. Loyalty is huge. In fact, loyalty has never been bigger for men uh, these days. Mm. We want a woman that we know when we're not around and, you know, Dirty Dick Larry walks down the street and he's like, all right, baby, I, I thought you looked really good. Figured I'd come over and get your number, right? Like if we know that she's immediately going to say no, that's a huge thing where we want to lock this woman down immediately because we trust her. And the last one is always going to be respect because respect builds attraction and attraction, attraction builds respect. We need to know, you know, as men, does she respect me as a man? Period. I don't care what anyone says, but the fact of the matter is, is that we want to be respected as men the same way women want to be respected as women. Are there any like first few signs like a woman could look for to know that her man is falling in love with her? Oh, that, that's a great, great question. Time, quality time. time. Yeah, a hundred percent. So men, you know, we, we're very much about our work, our business, our job. You know, we've always got things going on. We're always, and women as well, right? But for the most part, if, if I can speak for the men in my life and the people that are raising me and stuff, we've always got stuff to do. We're always trying to fix things, right? So because of that, we're very, very meticulous about our time. If a man's spending a lot of time with you, this is a dude who really wants to invest with you. This is a guy who, who really wants to know you. If a man's showing you to his friends, 
and family, 100% this guy is trying to lock you down. Family is huge uh, uh, for a lot of men. So the moment he introduces you to his real friends, not his drinking buddies, but his real friends, when you're like coming to dinner at his house and he's hosting and you're invited, that is a huge deal. You know, if you're like, he's like, okay, I'm driving over to my family. Do you want to come? Or if they're in a different state, hey, I'm Skyping with my family. Do you want to jump on and meet them? That is a huge, huge deal. Wow. Okay. Well, I think you answered more than I had even imagined you would. So Trey, do you want to tell everybody how they can find you, your social media, your website? Yeah. Um, the first dates fix.com. Check out my website and uh, my Instagram, the first date fix, my YouTube, the first date fix, you know, again, I, I, and I say this to everyone, you know, just don't give up. Your time truly is coming. Keep doing what makes you, you be passionate about who you are as a person and the right person is going to love and adore you because that is what you deserve. <laughs>